Hello, thank you for sharing time with me this week on the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. Welcome to the sacred space where we share stories, truths, and conversations to help you define and refine your best self. Ditch the senseless hustle, find your focus, and build a life you are fired up to live out loud on purpose and on your own terms. Whether you are building your slice of the kingdom from a couch, car, cubicle, or corner office, the sass and moxie delivered in this podcast will fill your soul tank and empower the courageous, gracious, tenacious, vivacious lioness you are. Today's show features another magnificent moxie chat. The mission of this series is to shine a light on the stories of divine, brilliant leaders who are taking risks, pushing through challenges, and living their best life out loud, on purpose, and on their own terms. Are you ready to open, ignite, and nurture your mind, heart, and soul? Me too. Grab your favorite beverage and let's do this. Today's Moxie Chat guest is Alicia Alcantara. Lionesses, are you bringing the real you to the outside world or do people see one thing while you live with dreams and desires buried within you? It's time to get real about this very thing with entrepreneur and podcaster Alicia Alcantara. A self-made badass from the ground up, she's on a mission to educate others on how to make lasting life changes that lead to becoming their own success stories. Alicia has started real estate companies, a construction firm, a podcast, and a nonprofit focused on housing homeless families. Through her failures in business and life, she has learned how to live from the inside out instead of from the outside in. She understands the life-altering difference this makes and is passionate to share this with others in hopes they will find a way to live a calmer, more fulfilled life. She lives in Portland, Oregon with her two bright and beautiful kiddos, Grace and Bradley, and she's the kind of mom who'll hold a tarantula just to make her kids happy. Whatever you're secretly feeling or going through, you can live a happier, more connected, more confident life by following her method. Come as you are and learn the steps to get real so you can start living the life you imagine. During our chat, we talk about the new real estate brand she's about to launch because of Woman Up. It's called Connected Realty and how she's also opening a co-work space for amazing female entrepreneurs called Connected Spaces. Without further ado, here is Alicia Alcantara. Oh my goodness, wait until you hear this divine lioness. Fire Up community, I am super duper excited for you to meet Alicia Alcantara. Oh, oh, oh. We met through Woman Up. (laughs) It's kind of a theme around here on the show. Uh, However... We met a woman up and this divine woman shared her story. She opened her kimono on stage in front of nearly 600 people and rocked the house. So I'm super excited for you to hear her. Alicia, welcome. Hello. Thanks, Deborah. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. We... I've been really looking forward to this chat because we didn't get a whole lot of time together in San Diego and most of our getting to know each other was either 
<laughs> via email mm-hmm. or me listening to you share your story. What was the biggest thing you took away from, from that event? What's, what's oh swirling gosh. around your head from, from those three epic days, right? Three epic days we shared together. Well, okay. First of all, I want to start by saying I don't typically go to real estate events. It's just <laughs> not my thing because I don't fit in, right? Uh, I had never found a community that I fit in because I have such different ideas. And I'm usually like the dissenter in most conversations because (laughs) I feel so like I run my businesses from my heart and I don't really talk about 10x growth. I talk about happiness and fulfillment and joy. So first of all, when I got there, my jaw just hit the ground. (laughs) Like, where am I and how have I not known about this? I literally don't even know. Uh, So that was amazing to me. I mean, I had all the feels while I sat there on the first day. I could not believe that there was a community of women who felt the same way that I did, expressed it similarly, and were just showing up in all of their realness and vulnerability and just their life, their experience. So it was phenomenal. I have not stopped talking about it since I was there. (laughs) Literally, I actually, it's in my notes this week to book the hotel for... 2020. So that was huge. Uh, I also had a really profound personal experience while I was at Woman Up. My mom passed away the second day that I was there. So it was really an interesting time and place to be in San Diego, California, on the water with all of you women having these feelings and experience of oh my gosh, I met my people and I feel so whole and I feel so supported with the experience that I just had with my mom because we had been estranged and I just literally came into her life to move her into hospice. So for two weeks before I got to woman up and that really closed the chapter for me and filled Mm -hmm. some of my soul holes. So to have had that experience while I was there, this is, I'll never forget 2019 woman up ever, Mm -hmm. ever. Um, On top of that, I had personally just gone through so much the year and a half before, imploded my entire life. I was just coming off building and growing some very big and successful businesses and realizing I was not happy. And it was while I was sitting at Woman Up that I had my aha moment. And here I am right now, a few months away from embarking on the thought that I had while I sat there. So Yeah. (laughs) Those are just some of the things and they're really big things that I felt being there. Well, I think, and I know that we're going to talk about your, the big thing that you're working on towards the end. Yeah. (laughs) So teaser, teaser. Uh, However, I think what I found so profound about your story and how it weaves so beautifully in with the other women in particular who had never walked into a woman up event before was that they walked in and they immediately sensed it was different without any content. Yeah. Right. They, they also looked around and saw diversity in women. It wasn't so one shade and Sarah and I, you know, when we've shared a lot of moments with, you know, tears rolling down our face because it's something that is such at the heart of the woman up movement, right? Mm-hmm. That we know that there are so many other layers of diversity that need focus. And we know that once we bring women together and we're, we're creating a confident community of women, that those initiatives will thrive as well. 
because women are at the heart of making those changes. It is what we were created to do and be. And it's so exciting whenever we hear stories that are about that. And, And on top of that, that you had come from spending two weeks with your mom and healing that relationship and being able to say goodbye in a, in such a better place and then be surrounded by your sisters. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Actually, we, Stephanie Chumbly introduced us. Yes. And she sent me, she sent me a little note and she was like, I've never been to a real estate conference where they actually said God on stage. And so there's an element of faith being in the room. So diversity and, and people can talk and feel comfortable to talk about their faith or you know, horrible situations they've been through in their lives. Like it was really an opening of the kimono. I I keep saying that over and over again. That's a saying I learned from my friend, Kelly Mitchell. It's one of my favorites. Open the kimono. But I think exposed. Yes, we are. We were exposed together and it was very safe and it was very sacred. And that, that meant to us, at least to Sarah and to myself, that it was a success. Totally. I felt so powerful in the energy and the unity. Women are amazing. Women are, to me, just, I'm not, I I love men. I'm not a man hater at all. I just think women are so freaking smart and strong and powerful and we're stepping back into it. You know, Mm -hmm. I think back in the day we had it and then years of, I'm like really way into this stuff, but years of our society changing and agriculture and us becoming possessions change that. And right now we're taking it back. And you feel it when you get into a room with women who know how powerful they are and they own it. Gosh, it's electrifying. Like I felt so amazing in that room. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I think I was, I was listening to another podcast this morning and it's, I think it was Susie Larson's. She's a, a Christian author and writer actually in Minnesota. <laughs> and Minnesota is, is progressive. I mean, it is the Midwest, but they are, they're blue and progressive and they've got, have had all sorts of diversity in their leadership as a state. But I'm listening to this woman who is talking to this other gal who's writing about kind of the rise of women and men together. Like, how do we do this together? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and how do we do it in a way where we can honor whatever our religious beliefs are, right? Like keep that moving forward. And that's very difficult for a lot of people because people find one line in this big book called the Bible and say, women aren't supposed to do that or women aren't supposed to do this. And she said something so beautifully. And it was like, we no longer have to prove that there's an issue that women are being either assaulted or held back. Like it's, there's statistics now. So can we simply stop the having to explain what's wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that that's the beauty of when you walk into the woman room is that we're not explaining that there's not enough women in leadership. We're actually digging into the conversations about what has happened yet, how to actually leverage that, what to do next and how we have really used those moments of whether it's oppression or, or, assault to propel us forward, to not stay where we were. And I think that's, there's so much power when women come together and share that because we all have this 
again, through society that we need to be perfect, that if we were hurt, if we were oppressed, if we were held back, that somehow it's because of us. Mm-hmm. And you, you're in that room and you're like, oh my gosh, everyone has a story in here. Big like, stories. It isn't just yeah. me. Right. Big stories. Oh, yeah. so, so true. So true. And I think one of the things that we're focused on for the 2020 conference is, you know, really talking about taking action, you know, honoring our suffragette sisters and the, you know, 100-year anniversary of the ratification of the 19th Amendment, which was only the start of women getting the right to vote because it was only white women at that point. Mm-hmm. And, and then how that rolled, right? How that was the first step we needed for women to get a voice and then the women to kind of reach the hand back and go, all right, my colored sisters, let's do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's bring this up. And that's the beauty of Woman Up is that we're not dealing with that, but we are dealing with some other things. And we've seen we can be successful when we work together, when we come to the same table, when we're not separated. Um, and I'm yes. so proud of that. I'm so It's that community that. over competition. And Woman Up exemplifies that. That's how my podcast got started with, uh, I was a brokerage owner at the time with another boutique brokerage owner in the same city because we're like there's enough for all of us let's we're better together and that's exactly what it is all of us being in it together and raising each other up yes the raising each other up it's so huge i think we've had conversations over the last few years at the conference about being there to celebrate the rise of someone else mm-hmm. and how you know i mean they're There are women and there will always be women who want to be perceived as being part of the solution and part of sisterhood, but they really see it as a competition as a, when someone else is at the table with me, that looks like me or has the same body parts as me. uh, Somehow my voice is less, but I think that number is becoming fewer and fewer and fewer. And the ones who do feel that way simply don't come in the room. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That number is dwindling. And, you know, I always say that right now we're in a changing era. And when women started going into the workforce and started being able to have some upward mobility, there was only enough room for one or two. So of course, people were trampling on people or holding them down or trying to rise up and not raise up the other person because that meant there was a spot not left for them. And today, that's not the way that it is. The entire dialogue is changing. We've all realized that there's either enough room at the table or you're starting a table. I'm starting a table and we're filling it with our women counterparts. It's, It's such, to me, such an exciting time to be alive and be a woman. Amen. Amen and hallelujah. I completely agree. And you know, it's, what I also loved was the men in the room who were so moved by what they were hearing that they, they stuck it out. Yeah. I mean, there were some really intense stories shared and they stuck it out. And they, um, Chris Pollinger in particular, I don't know if you saw the blog post that he wrote afterwards. It was kind of a call to action for, for men. And he, yes. I loved how he exposed himself even in that, while well, he's been at tables where they were saying, well, we can't hire her because she's of childbearing age or, uh, you know, the, the, the scarcity uh, versus abundance mindset of, gosh, if we bring a woman, one of the men will lose their spot. And men are even realizing that their silence actually makes them complicit right? and that it's time for them to use their voice at the tables that where we, we don't even have any representation, whether that's women or people of color or whatever diverse group is not represented at that table. And, uh, you know, 
every conversation we have, every moment that we have that we can talk about it and give actionable steps for other people to take alongside us, that's the key, you know? Yeah. Hey, if you're, if you're on a board of directors and you look to the left and you look to the right and everyone looks like you, it's time to raise your hand and say, right. why? Yes, <laughs> like, absolutely. And, and there are groups like Woman Up and others out there that are putting together lists like speaker lists and lists for those companies that are looking for strong female leaders to be on their boards so that we no longer hear that, well, there are no women. Right. right. We had over 80 women on stage. In yeah, San the jig Diego. is up. There yeah. are women. We are here and we are ready to show up. <laughs> the jig up. is up. Yeah. That's so true. Well, and that's the, the there was uh, one big movement on Twitter called Binders of Women. I don't know if you, <laughs> you remember this, but it was along the same lines. I think it was it, it maybe even started like in the, the tech space about how they were saying there are no female speakers. Like we just we can't find them. They're nowhere. <laughs> And so this woman put together this hashtag called binders of women. And it was this, this huge digital binder, if you will, of all these women leaders who were also speakers. And it was, it was awesome. Amazing. I think that's what's so exciting is we're now in the solution phase, right? The action phase, not the uh, convincing phase or the, <laughs> which can be so frustrating. Uh, but I'm so happy to be here and I'm so happy that you're, you know, linking arms with us and you are working on some amazing things. Let's talk about you and let's answer some of the questions the community is always excited to hear. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Let's start with the first one, which is how do you define success? So my definition of success has definitely changed over the years. You know, as a woman, a woman entrepreneur, woman in business, I, we go in stages. And I am now at the stage in my life where success for me is when I am so fully aligned from the inside and the outside. I have peace. I have confidence and I'm surrounded by people who engage in reciprocity and fulfillment period, every single day, that is success mm -hmm. for me. I want to look at my calendar and I want to be excited about the people I'm going to sit across from, the conversations that I'm going to have, the yes. work that I'm going to do. And if I'm not, I allow myself the opportunity to, to change it, get rid of it. So that is success for me right now. And I live that every single morning. That is boom, like times of gajillion, right? I think that so many far too many of us humans, regardless of, of gender or any other label that the world wants to put on us, we forget that aligning to our truest selves, like what do you truly value? What truly fills your soul tank to, to the point where it is overflowing? Who are those people? What are those activities? And we have control over it. The part that messes us up is when we forget we are the creator of our days. And that doesn't mean that life doesn't happen. Life happens all day, every day. And I'm resilient enough to respond. If I'm aligned and I'm centered, I'm able to respond in a way that enables me to stay aligned and centered. Yes. When I first started the businesses, I didn't have a strong enough relationship with myself to even know what some of the answers were. And so all I did was build a business that became a prison and I was miserable. So this is the number one 
absolute definition of success. And again, it's a measure that I have to check in on every day. It's a measure I want to check in on every right. day because I'm yeah. so, I feel it. It's palpable. I'm so happy. I love my life so much. So, yeah. Well, I think that once you experience what your version of success is, what your definition is, I think once you taste it, right, like you just want more and more and more. And yeah. that's why it's so important to define it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's so important to say, what does that look like to me? Otherwise we fall down the, you know, the traps of comparison and, and just versus the beautiful side of collaborating. Right. And that's clarity. You define it. So you have clarity and anything that you do, that clarity becomes your North star and then you know where you're going. Amen. So good. So let's talk about, you, you actually said one of your words already, yeah. <laughs> the three words that describe you best. The ones you shared with me were energy, resilient, and confident. Yes. So share with us why you chose those words. Energy, it's two parts to it. One is, so as, when you talk about faith, you've talked about faith a couple times in this conversation. My faith is not religious-based or God-based. It used to be. It has now shifted more into like a universal faith manifestation energy. The foundation of my faith is very similar to the foundation of someone else's faith. I believe. I believe hardcore in what I believe in, and I know that I'm going to be provided for. If I show up and do what I'm supposed to do, I have that faith. So for me, energy speaks to that. It also just speaks to the actual energy of my essence and my being, who I am. I know I have a certain energy about me that people respond to, want to feed off of, are fueled up, you know, filled up by. So I've accepted that. And again, it, getting clear on that, because I know I have this special energy and everyone's going to want it, I've got to be selective on who's right. in my world and feeding off of that energy. Yeah. Um, so that's up for that resilience Life, 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 life. (laughs) (laughs) I say that life has given me almost every kind of negative and hard and defeating moment you can have because the universe knows I'm going to be a good steward of those experiences and feelings and I'm going to be able to help other people. uh, Not feel alone, feel supported, give them a light at the end of their tunnel. I know that I'm resilient. I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for this resiliency. And this started from birth. I mean, we were homeless multiple times when I was a child, separated from my family on my own, not knowing when I'm going to see anybody again. And it just taught me to dig in and know I'm going to be okay. I'm going to show up. There's going to be a way. And I've carried that into all of my businesses and everything that I do on a daily basis. And then confidence. I think like having that internal confidence, that's what allows me to be so resilient and to know with like what I'm doing next. And that didn't just happen overnight. I've always had some like shred of confidence, but then all of the outside forces, you know, all that old messaging has been there. It's been the last two years that I realized our internal confidence and connection is the single most thing that determines everything that happens in our life because depending on our confidence that determines how we either respond or react to everything that we face and if you react things can go sideways real fast if you're able to take that moment and just like pause and get some clarity and respond because you know who you are and you feel solid that's when the world opens up for you in my opinion 
Yeah. And I agree with that. I mean, I think that a lot of the trauma and drama is related to people having either low confidence or, or low self-esteem. Totally. One or the other. They're, they're really, uh, you know, I do a lot of work with leaders on the success side of that, right? Really, truly defining your version of success because when you know what makes you successful, when you know what you're going for in your next, it allows you to celebrate your team. It allows you to celebrate your colleagues. It allows you to celebrate up because everyone has their own version and you start to ask that question and you know that not everyone's gunning for your job because they're doing a great job below you, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's a huge thing for leaders is that they have to get to the point where they do know who they are and they know where they're going and that they really want their team to succeed. And it's regardless of, what you're leading and what your team looks like, we're all leading somewhere. <laughs> if you're on social media, you're leading. Yeah. If you share on there, yes. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Are, we are all leading somewhere. Hi there. Yep, you're listening to the Fire Up Podcast. We'll be right back to the show after this quick break. Are you ready to fire up your mindset and experience your best days and years yet? Sign up today and receive 52 moxie-filled affirmations to fire you up. Each Monday, one will magically appear in your inbox to try on for the week. Head on over to debratrapin.com slash moxieaffirmations and join the thousands of divine humans on the journey to confidently live their best lives out loud, on purpose, and on their own terms. Again, it's debratrapin.com slash moxieaffirmations. And now back to the show. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, this last weekend. So we're talking here the first week of February. I'm not sure when this will air, but I did a post about the halftime show during. (laughs) I saw it and I read all of the comments. I mean, there's this guy, I think at 250 comments now. Uh, And it was really interesting to me how it's perspective. That's it. When you really dig in and and you think about things, there was a, a poll to some people there was a stripper pole to other people and there was the top of the empire state building to others. And depending on what your perspective was, what your filter was and how you saw that silver shining object, yes, how you translated, how you dialogued about that particular, particular object Mm-hmm. skewed your conversation across the board. And it was fascinating totally. to watch. Yes. It was so, it was really fascinating to watch. And, you know, everyone is entitled to their opinion, 100%. We all have our own experiences. But it was so interesting to me that the people who were really holding tight were the ones who wanted to see the worst. And they wanted everyone else to see the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't you see it? Can't you see it? How right. come you can't see it? Yep. The world is going to hell and end, basket. <laughs> and it was so, I mean, it really, I think that's, that's another one of those moments where you think, I am really thankful who I have in my inner circle and who those people are that are speaking into me and that I'm speaking into because, whoo! <laughs> I know you... Went there and I was like, all right, well, God bless you because I just am not willing to show up in that way. And, and it was amazing. So what happened there and what's playing out on that thread, mm-hmm. that is 
life. That is human interaction on a daily basis. If you sit back and observe and it is 100% perspective. That's the tagline of my podcast is perspective is the compass of life. And that's what I learned as I went on my journey to get confidence and to get centered and to not be rattled by things is I had to realize it's perspective. Perspective is the way we see things. The way we see things leads to our perception and perception is the way we feel it. Our perspective plus our perception equals how we respond to situations. Once you can identify that and get a handle on those emotional responses, everything changes. And that's exactly what you're seeing play out there. But unfortunately, a lot of people either haven't looked into this, haven't spent the time to understand it, or just don't care. So there's no perspective and no willingness to be open to other perspectives. Yeah, it is so fascinating. Actually, what's so fun about what we're saying here is that my, so my 2020 word is perspective. Oh, that's, that's so funny, my, really? That's, mm-hmm, that's my one word. And one of the things that I do uh, inside the Fire Up community is I put together a download every year that helps everyone kind of take their word and give it life. So they can turn it into an acronym or an acrostic, depending on you know, how they write things, if they prefer jingles versus sentences, you know, what, whatever floats their boat. And I love when they start coming back, right? I mean, so many people had the word clarity this year. I mean, 2020, it's kind of one of those, you know, it works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so when I was trying to think of my word, uh, perspective was a big one for me because uh, really, honestly, because of the, the Woman Up initiative mm-hmm. and, and knowing that I needed to get a better focus on my own perspective on what's happening in my own home, in my own body, in my own mind. This is it. This is it, Deborah. And I'm so glad that's your word because you do, you have a platform to touch so many people's lives. So you're going to be able to share that. Getting a handle on it from within. When I realized that, I came up with an acronym for um, getting real with ourselves, which is recognize it, embrace it, align it, live it. And love that. Oh my gosh, this was everything. Once I realized that whenever I had a physical, emotional response before I really knew about perspective, once I realized that it's because it was tapping into something in my own body, and if I could recognize which tape it was tapping into and then embrace that feeling and say it's okay without judgment of myself just embrace whatever that feeling was and then tell myself the new message so align it to alicia of today not alicia at 20 years old and then live from that place that is when i was able to get perspective and live so openly and wholly in this world and accept other people i love that so one more time what does real stand for Recognize it, embrace it, align it, live it. I love it. <laughs> you are speaking my language, sister. Right? Okay. <laughs> so, so, so good. All right. Uh, of course, one of the big questions we love to ask around uh, the Fire Up Studio on Moxie Chats is, what does Moxie mean to you? I don't even know why I feel this way. And you hear so many answers. Moxie, my initial thing is just determination and grit. Like that just kind of raw, like street smarts. I show up, I do what I have to do. There's just something very 
authentic and unpolished about it to me. Yeah, it's well, I think those are probably in the dictionary as synonyms. Mm-hmm. Determined, uh, grit, gumption. Yeah. Uh, and well, I mean, I, I simply love the word. I love the letters in the word. I love the flow of the word. I love how people's faces change when they say moxie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just this little, it's like a light switch because who doesn't want moxie? You I feel mean, a little bit more like, empowered you know I just think of like you just show up and take your claim (laughs) right it's yours it's yours for the taking I love it okay so before we close out um there's a couple things that we love to do around here one is of course a rapid fire so are you ready for that let's do it okay question number one what is on your nightstand books 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 and more books I love it. Do you have a favorite book that's sitting on your nightstand right now? Oh, you know what I really love? I have a five-year question of the day. And as corny as that might sound, I'm in year three. And especially I started it in what I did not know was going to be my one of my most transformative years or the start of my most transformative years. And it's really cool just to answer that question, to look back and see what I thought a year ago or two years ago. So I love my question a day book. And I know there's so many books. I love Think and Grow Rich. That's sitting there because I just love that book. I love it. I love the idea of the question a day. That's super fun. Thanks for sharing that. Okay, favorite movie? Oh my goodness. Uh, Okay, I would have to say, and it's new, but Frozen 2. Oh, that was so good. Isn't it? There's some really deep messages in there. There, You are not joking. I want to like do a blog post about it. <laughs> I watched it on the plane ride back from uh, Detroit last week. I was crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I, falling my eyes out again. I saw it twice in the theater and I want to go see it again. I mean, so many of us are walking around carrying our persona based on people that have come before us yes. and we don't have to do it and we hear that voice yep. singing in our head and we need to move towards it yep it's so good i love it so, so good. If y'all haven't seen it go see it get it it's probably on dvd by now okay um do you have a pet i just put my last little pooch down last weekend and i had I had two dogs. They were my first dogs as an adult, and I got 13 years with them, and it was amazing. And at this point in my life, no more heartbeats in my home. I'm sticking with plants. (laughs) No more heartbeats in my home. Nope. That's so funny. I love that. And it is, they are like little family members. and. I get it. You, you have to be in a season where you're you're ready and willing to really invest. Yeah, because when I'm they're good. with us, they're a lot of work. And when they leave us, it is heartbreaking. It was, Anything you know what? It was, it was, it was pretty good. She was at that point, And maybe because I just went through um, watching my mom on hospice for two weeks before she passed away. Like watching this little old dog. I'm like, this is terrible. What are we doing? Like that breaks my heart. So I don't, I feel a tremendous amount of peace. And oh, yeah, God. like. For the first time in 13 years, I have the almost seven-year-old and almost nine-year-old, and we are good. <laughs> Moving you are on. so cute. I love it. Okay, what about your biggest pet peeve? Lack of tolerance. Lack Ooh. of tolerance. That's good. Intolerance is a good one. I love it. Your favorite beverage? Water. 
water. Yeah. What song is on repeat for you right now? Oh my goodness. I <laughs> I love this that I was completely not prepared for this at all. But why like I do have a song on repeat. Oh, Lover by Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh, I love it. Like the I've never been able to put Taylor Swift on repeat and this new album Lover is on repeat. Maybe it's just cuz where I'm at in my life right now. Yes. But Amen. Yes. That's so true, right? That's so true. I love it. I'll, I'll have to check that out. It's good. <laughs> good. That's good awesome. to me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, dark or milk chocolate? Dark. <laughs> what would you be doing if you weren't doing this? If I wasn't doing this, I would literally travel 100% of the time and just meet people and read. Yeah, that's so good. That sounds like a, a beautiful life plan for your vision board. And you don't have to wait till you retire. There's pockets I'm, of life. You could do it, right? I am doing it now. That's why I said 100%. I'm doing it about it. 25 or 30% now and I love it. Yay. I love that so much. Okay. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? You know, if I could have one superpower, the only thing I really care about is to know that I'd be able to protect my children from any kind of physical harm ever in their entire life. Oh, that's beautiful. That's an awesome superpower, Mama Bear. That's all I would care about. <laughs> okay, the, the last and, and one of my favorites is who would play you in the movie of your life? Maya Rudolph. <laughs> Boom! Right? <laughs> Why is that the one I could just come up with? <laughs> Honest to goodness. Well, because we all have that person who's like our doppelganger, right? It's the one that people always are like, you remind me of Maya. And then I listened to her and she, we kind of sound alike. And you do? Then, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, when I saw your photo when, when, <laughs> when Stephanie funny. sent it to me, I'm like, are you joking around? Is that Maya? Oh my gosh, stop it right I now. I literally thought that. I was like, I thought she was pranking me. And I'm like, this is not Stephanie. That like, is hilarious. Yeah, I love it. I, That's and so she's, funny. She is so rad, right? Yeah, like, yeah. She, and it's profound comedy, which I love. She's very intelligent yes. in her yeah. in her humor. It's not. Raunchy. And I like to say I mean, things, some of it's raunchy. And I'm pretty raunchy, honestly. But and I like to say things and then just deadpan. I like very we have very similar just uh, mannerisms too. I love her. So yeah, if um, if you ask me that in like ten or fifteen years, I hope to say Oprah. But I understand I'm not that evolved yet. I'm on the journey. Oh please! <laughs> the, the actor who's playing you is playing your life, not theirs. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you are so amazing. All right. Do you have any last words after? We've had this beautiful conversation. Anything that's on your heart that you want to speak into the listeners? Well, I want to, and I kind of only shared this with you on email, but I really want to talk about that experience that I had sitting in Woman Up. It was midday, day one. I'm listening to Impactful Woman after Impactful Woman. And I was sitting there feeling pretty good about myself because I love speaking. It's something I decided to get more into last year. And Woman Up was maybe the fifth month in a row where I was able to go each month and speak somewhere. So feeling pretty good, feeling pretty confident. And then there was a panel of women and two in particular was uh, Lisa Dunn. And I think it's Lori. It's Lori her, her partner yeah. where they sat up there and they were like, yeah, we just decided to do a brokerage, just small, just the two of us. And we're happy being like this. And they shared their experience, their experience, strength and hope. And I was sitting in that audience having come off of having my own brokerage six months ago, having to close the doors through kind of a traumatic experience, hanging my license somewhere and 
not realizing what a shell I was like existing in having my shingle held with, you know, somebody else. And I sat there and I'm like, what are you doing, Alicia? You can do this. You are going to do this. This is what you're supposed to do. And I started just writing notes like crazy and texting my partner, um, Taryn, who works with me in the real estate business. And I'm like, Taryn, we need to start our own deal. And I have a plan and it can be small. It could just be the two of us even, and it's going to be great. And so we are opening up Connected Realty in the beginning of April. Yeah. I'm so, I don't know what it was. It's just that missing link. You've got to hear that little story or have that moment, that feeling like, it was like they were on stage, but they came and shook me. You yes. Know? Amen. Amen. And that's right there. The power of being bold and brave and getting up on a stage and holding a mic when you're like, what am I doing here? Like that feeling, right? That feeling of whether you don't think you're good enough or your story's not interesting enough or whatever. It's look at this. And I, you know, Lori and Lisa have been part of the Women Up community since the beginning. And when they were sharing the story that they were going to tell, um, you know, <laughs> Lisa cracks me up. She's like, I'm in the shower and I'm having this yes. thought and I throw my robe on. And she's like, just the energy in her voice is just, and you know, and Lori's like, the, she is even keel. And she's just like, mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. Yes. And Lisa's just like, and I threw the white robot and I came running out and I'm like, ah! And the beauty of their energies, just simply coming together as friends and now as business partners and all of the things that they want to accomplish together, both personally and professionally, it, they are the, they are like the Thelma and Louise. We, we actually started a hashtag in 2018 that was everyone needs a Lisa to their Lori. I love it. And the funny thing is, that's how Taryn is with me. I'm the Lisa and Taryn is very just even killed. She thinks about things. She's a little bit more cautious. She actually started as my assistant five years ago and has stuck with me through everything. When I had naysayers, when people were talking about me, when people would even come to her questioning who I was in my integrity, she has always stood by my side. And now here we are, we're going to start this together. And it was, it was Lisa's passion and her story. Like I had this idea when to start a brokerage. And I think she said, Lori was like, yeah, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Duh. Totally. It just, it was, it moved me. Obviously it moved me into action. And that's the thing. So often we talk about inspiration. I, we've got enough inspiration out there now. Now we need transformation. So listening to people yes. that inspire you to do something now, and you do that. That's your call. Your call to action is, and the whole woman up movement when I was there is what it, I think it was, um, uh, Bet who said it's not woman up someday it's woman up woman oh, up Beate. today Beate. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 it's not woman up it's not to say woman up later yeah she's yeah. so funny I love her well and you know what's so interesting about what you're saying is um you know ever, when I first started on the speaking circuit I used to people used to say oh my gosh she's such a great motivational speaker I'm like you know you, sometimes you're like how do I how do I help shift that perspective, right? How do mm -hmm. I help them see? And so I started using the hashtag motivate to activate. There you go. Yep. Because that's, exactly. that is what it is, right? Like mm -hmm. I, I do want to, I want to fire you up. Mm -hmm. I want you to get unstuck. And you do. 100%. Yeah. However, I want you to take a step. Yep. 
I don't want you to stay where you are or where you were. And that's, that is the power of when women come together because we hold each other divinely accountable in sometimes in a, you know, <laughs> saucy way, if you will. But a lot okay. of times it's, 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 a, it can be a simple, how's it going? Like, what are you working on? You know, totally. how can I help you? And when we simply ask those questions, it really does open the dialogue for us to help each other. Holy you, Toledo. You ended it, that last woman up, with this whole thing about what are we tolerating? Mm, yeah. And I have to tell you how powerful, simple concept, right? So whatever focus you've put on what you want to bring to the stage and to have people transform and take action. I mean, you have honed that in the story that you presented. And I think you talked about a lamp and, you know, all just the basic things of what Mm -hmm. we tolerate that stuck with me. And I definitely came home with a new lens. Like, yeah, what the heck am I tolerating? What needs to be fixed up around here? And I got to work because it was just so simple. And I just appreciated that. I mean, I appreciate it so much about my experience with women up and with you. And I love it everything about what you guys are doing. Yay. Well, on that note, <laughs> so beautiful. For those of you who, are, who have not heard of Woman Up yet, which if you just started listening to the podcast today, you probably haven't. Uh, you can certainly get information at IamWomanUp.com uh, or you connect with me on DebraTrapin.com. We are really, like, <laughs> both those websites are on speed dial for me over here. There, Lots of information on both of them to get you plugged into these beautiful communities that are being created. So oh, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for sharing your heart and your wisdom and your sass and your own moxie with the listeners. I so appreciate you. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you for joining me today for a divine dose of truth wrapped in grace with sides of sass, moxie, and fire. Want more information on what we talked about today? You'll find the show notes and links over on my website, DebraTraven.com. Search the podcast title and voila! If you enjoyed the show today, please hit subscribe, click those stars to rate me, and leave a review. Oh, and don't keep the show a secret. Pretty please share it with your friends too. Okay. Lioness, I am praying you enjoy living your best life out loud on purpose and on your own terms. As always, keep your eyes open for moments you can engage, elevate, and empower your world.